0: Good morning, good afternoon or good evening, depending on where you are in the world, right this second or when indeed you are listening. I am Darren or KylexPlays and we have the usual Welsh riffraff with us today in Adam, how are you doing? (laughs) I'm alright mate, how's it all going? Not too bad. You're supposed to do the super swan bit, I I left that bit out intentionally for you to do this day. I'm half
1: asleep this morning. Right, so what's going on guys, my name is Adam and I am a super swan. There we go, go. get it in. And also,
0: we have some fresh blood with us today. We have the Lee Francis wannabe and Leeds fan extraordinaire,
2: Tenacious G. How are you? I'm very good, sir. I'm not going to lie. I can't think who Lee Francis is right now, but uh, I'm sure... Oh, that's a compliment that's not
0: good <laughs> he's, he's, he's the guy who does Boast oh Lecture. yeah Craig
2: David yeah, yeah. yeah I, I'm also absolutely I was thinking, am I'm, I the I only one who's Nelson, wide awake here I was thinking of Lee, Lee Nelson that's what I was thinking of, I think oh thought. right Lee Nelson yeah. yeah I thought it's not, it's not Nelson it's, no, well, it's, it's weird
0: because he became obviously Lee Francis was in the Bow Selector and then he's become yeah. Keith Lemon hasn't he so it's yeah. most people just know him as Keith Lemon but yeah, yeah. Lee Francis I did my research see? Yeah. I knew
1: that but I couldn't remember his name so I did actually have to google it yeah i didn't think we'd be referencing keith lemon in an fmc podcast but there we well,
0: are well that's what we do we, we go outside the box we think we do. We think outside the box and and you know be, be original exactly that's what it's all about so i'm glad you're both good and um, before we get into today's show i just want to mention a few things we now have our 10th country ticked off we are indeed going worldwide welcome to the fm creator show oslo norway nice. uh, we hope you enjoy the show Lastly, I just want to give a mention to another FM Creators team. This week, a special thanks goes out to the bloggers in the FM Creators community. CJ Root, FM Heaven and Alex Parkin. Between them, they have some great written content. If that's down your street, then make sure you go and check them out. CJ Root has a project called The Only Way Is Billericay, which obviously is a play on The Only Way Is Essex. So that should be quite fun. We've got FM Heaven mixing history and FM with his Khan save, La Liberacion de Khan. I think that's... How it's That's said. a
1: very impressive pronunciation, Was, I was that good? Saying. Yeah, very yeah. impressive. <laughs> I've been practicing it all morning.
0: <laughs> and finally, we've got Alex Parkin with his written blog. We are Catalico San Marino, where he will attempt to do the impossible getting San Marino to play actual football. Sounds
2: like a good challenge, that bet.
0: <laughs> I'll, uh... I'll
2: trust your pronunciation there because I would have no chance.
0: <laughs> I know, you're supposed to shape there. Well, to be fair, it's a hashtag. The name is actually right. hashtag we are... So he's, there's no space. We are Atalica San Marino. Right. So, yeah. So
2: I still got better best time to pronounce leads. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least you are your first time there. Yeah.
0: So, you, so you're improving. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay.
0: So we're going to move on now to the community questions. We got one from Dasman who wanted to know how you decide what team to pick for a save. So we'll go to...
2: G first as it's his debut. It depends. Like for instance, give an example of uh, like the beta at the minute as it still is currently. I just, I just always go for Leeds because it's a team of support, and I would just like to get a feel of the players that Leeds have got in real life and just see how how good they actually are. Because obviously we've got some good prospects as well, so it's quite exciting at this moment in time. All youngsters you can see uh, that are going to most likely end up in the Premier League this year, I reckon. Exactly. to jet. are you? Do you mean they're yeah, going to get sold? Do you mean they're going to get sold to the Premier well, League? Well, potentially both, but more more <laughs> likely on FM, it's more likely going to be bought. But yeah, there's one or two. Well, one in particular I want to mention later on. I'm sure we'll get onto that later on. In terms of long-term save, for me personally, I like the long-term saves. Um, generally speaking, I'll go for like a lower league side and try and build up everything I call the facilities, everything like that. And while I'm trying to keep a, a bit of an eye on the finance as best you can, it's, and it's quite difficult to do. I'm, I found it tough in the past, but I think I'll, I, I had a bit of a learning curve last, last year with Los United on FM19. Uh, so I'd like to think it puts me good stead, but that's completely different to what I'm going to be doing this time. It is still going to be lower level because I'm going to be starting unemployed with no qualifications or anything, but it's going to be a European journeyman. So it's still going to have elements of uh, lower league, which is basically how I choose. I, I like to start at the bottom uh, and I'm happy to do it for my main save. That like is that basically. Good stuff.
0: Good stuff. And you, Adam, how do
1: you decide yeah, what think, team you uh, pick for a save? I think for me, I kind of split it into two really. I think whenever I do like beta saves, I normally like to go for a big team. So last year I did Liverpool because along with Swansea, that's my second favorite team. And kind of what she said there, I kind of know the team. I know the players. I know how they're going to play. So when it comes to like the beta stuff, I can more focus on like the new features and what's new about the game and things like that. But I think for main saves, like the first main save I ever did was Swansea because I'm from Swansea. I know the team. So it's all about knowledge, but then it's not a big team. It's a project that needs work. It's like like it's very similar to G, really. It's it's going to be a project where you build up the staff, build up the squad, get the finances up, reach the Champions League, and then my other save I did FM19 was the journeyman. So again, it's all about starting low and working your way up. So I think it kind of splits into two for me. It's either going to be a big side to show off features. Or a very small side to build them up and just see how far you can take them, really? Mine, mine's pretty much similar to both yours. It seems
0: like we've got like some uh, new llamas. Is, that's what they're called, isn't it? Llamas, lower league managers. Um, That's what they they used to be called on Football Manager. I, I do pretty much the same. I don't really... I mean, in the beta save this year, I did Newcastle. That's the first time I've ever been a big team ever, I think, in Football <laughs> Manager, team. to be fair. <laughs> Oh well, yeah. All right. I was right, say
1: this. Uh, I mean, it's a bigger situation. <laughs> yeah. there. I walked
0: into that one really, didn't I? <laughs> a, a bigger team than lower league is what I was getting at. Not, not, yeah, not yeah. in um, not in honors a, or a anything A top like division that. team. Yeah, a top <laughs> division team. Yeah. Um, that's probably that's, the
1: biggest you're going to get really. Yeah, even yeah.
0: that's pushing it. That that's usually what I do. But to be fair, for my for my for my new save, my my full game save, which I figured out yesterday, um, I actually picked the team um on the stand. Like we was on we was on stream and Daz Daz was in in my stream and he said uh, we need to Google the area and all that and I was like that's not a bad idea so I, I did that and we looked at it and and the the team that I've chose which I'm not going to get right into because we're going to talk about this next week the team that I chose was that um, they had like this wooden stand just down one side of the pitch and it was like a an IKEA flat pack stand <laughs> it was brilliant nice. I, I I instantly fell in love with it yeah um, so. That that's how that's literally, and you can ask as this. That's literally how I picked that team. <laughs> I just have because an image. It, of, he,
1: oh,
2: sorry, go on, go I on, on. I was gonna
1: say, I just have an image of like a manager going to an interview. Going, sorry, I got I gotta turn the club down. I just don't look like, don't like the look of you stand. So oh, uh, that's well, not oh, gonna
2: be. Oh, just says, I don't quite look enough like my bedroom. We yeah, are yeah. <laughs> 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 that's it.
0: Yeah. Don't like the look of that. It's like a stand that I've never seen before, though. It was so neat, and it, it, I mean, I say I like a flat pack. There, 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 there was literally nothing missing from it. Like it was a right. perfect, perfect stand. It was just down one side, and it just made it. It just gave it that edge for me, and I thought that's going to make a sick thumbnail. Fair news. And that's and that's literally what I picked the team on. Um, obviously, it was lower league, so you know I had a few different things to take into account. But the actual final thing was was I picked I mean, it the on fact that. they have a
1: stand should be something if it's lower league. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, well, it's a. a it, I think they share.
0: It's like a community football team and they've got like a few teams. you know what I mean? So right. it's not like one team paying the rent and it's like a small town in, in whatever country it is. You'll have to listen next week to find out. Moving on to a question from The Don Gaming, our YouTuber for FM Creators. Yeah. And um, he said, it's quite a long-winded question. With more and more players going for large fees, often based on which club developed them, for example... English-trained talent is worth a lot more than French-trained talent. Yeah. Does there need to be something done to help develop these lads in larger numbers, or does homegrown rules affect that overly much? As a follow-on, should there be restrictions on transfer fees? G, we'll go with you again.
2: I think it's it's a good question. I saw this this morning. I thought, yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's a fact, a factor of restriction. It's a restrictions part. I think for youngsters, I think if they're under the like of the age of say up to age eighteen something like that nineteen I think there should be a restriction possibly because the amount of money like you know yourself you see someone valued it like I don't know five hundred grand in the Premier League um and it's a young kid you try just put the cheeky bit of that no maybe about like two million something like that which you think might be fairly realistic you don't know maybe not these days but it used to be and um, yeah all of a sudden they want eighty one million it's like no I yeah mean, it does it does it's, shoot it's, up it's still a little bit crap ridiculous. Yeah.
0: But then that's only looking from the buying point of view. What about yeah. the selling point of view? If you've if you've got a, a young player, and yeah. you know, you want to keep him, but you've got a restriction of say two million on him, you can't sell him for you have to sell him for two million. Like a I don't know, like a um, I suppose you could always turn it down.
2: But yeah, like... I mean the, the restriction for me was going to be roughly about I don't know thirty million something like that. I yeah. don't know why it's just a random number that came into my head, but I just thought at least then it's a, a reasonable amount. But it's just like you're not just. It, it, it's just, like I say, it's just difficult, isn't it? I mean, I'll give you an example. When I did my offset awesome save last year, um, I, I got to the uh, the Premier League and you had to register homegrown players. Now, most of my homegrown players have, have been gone because they were absolutely just terrible, just turd, yeah. basically. So the, I, I didn't see any point in, in promoting them into the team. I ended up with too many foreign players as a result, so I seemed to struggle. Whereas with this, if they had like a reasonable amount that I could actually set it to you know it'd have been easier but that's probably why i'm saying put a, put a restriction on it because it makes it easier for me so it's probably incorrect you know it's yeah. probably uh, you know a lot of people probably be against it but uh, no, yeah see, that's I, that's the sort I, of thing i'm i'm meaning there i
0: kind of agree with i think restrictions are in, i think in, i think across the board there should be restrictions because i think the, the yeah. transfer fees in any any league these, these days are uh, especially england um yeah are just ridiculous i mean you're selling a human being for over a hundred million pound. What I mean, he's, he's he's not a robot. He can't do anything more than than any other. You know, if you had a, an eighteen year old who based himself on, say, Gareth Bale, um, yeah. and literally just constantly trained, he would be as good as Gareth Bale. If he put mm-hmm. as much into it as Gareth Bale, he would be as good as Gareth Bale. But to to a point, obviously, there isn't, it isn't just a matter of you know practice. You know, you've got to have some sort of um, what's the word uh.
1: Some balance, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah.
2: So, I think... Sorry, go, go on. Go, go on. on. Uh, I was just going to say, the thing is, uh, with regard to the restriction, you think about it, if someone gambles on a young kid that's like 17, 18, and puts in like... Say, it's going that way, 100 million quid for a, a young player. And, yeah. th- and then they're probably thinking, in a few years, might be able to sell him on for 150 million. If it turns out to be like a uh, uh, Federico Machado or whatever and ends up not being that good, they're going to make a massive loss on him and potentially put another club into debt, depending on who it is, of well, course. Well, that's,
0: that's it, and it's one player this time. So, you know, you're not yeah. talking about these players, like like the the old school Portsmouth, who went out and spent as much as they could to win the FA Cup. Yeah. Um, that's one thing, but now it's you're you actually getting to that where you've got the potential of one player putting you into debt. Well, and it's like it,
1: that Joe, Joe Felix, who went to Atletico Madrid for, like, what was it, like 150 mil? Do you know, yeah. He only 20, he had one decent season and because of that potential seen in him they've gone for that much money which like you were saying now it's he's either going to be really really good they could stand for a lot more in the future or they're they've just wasted sell him 150 for that million much more, though, are no they? they're not like, because th- there's got to be a
0: point where that people someone go what so what a player's going to go in the future for 100 100 million
1: it's the uh, way sorry, it's going isn't going, it yeah, yeah it's yeah. going
0: do, do you know what i mean like ridiculous ridiculous money like it's just going to be, it can't just keep going up. There has to be a, a point where they, they, they decide, you know, enough's enough and there's got to be some sort of cap because otherwise you're only going to get these rich Arab uh, clubs like Man City who are going to be able to spend three, four hundred million pounds on a player and no one else is going to have it, uh, be able to buy a player. Do you know what I mean? So it, it is a good qu- question about, you know, the restrictions and there should be restrictions all in all. It should never have been a hundred million.
1: Wages should be capped as well. And wages, yeah. yeah. I, think I think it's, it's a multi thing getting... question, isn't it? I think it's yeah. a lot of things involved there. Yeah. I think it's do- even down to like academy level where you're trying to get these, you know, homegrown youngsters come through. But why would you spend the time and the effort and the money developing a youngster when you can go out and buy a youngster who's already more developed for, yeah. you know, 40, 50, 60 million? Germany, so. I think
2: the idea is, is if you get them getting them, uh, words if you get them coming through the the youth system, then obviously that's like a source of income for you there because it's like a lot of uh, like leads are doing it now. I think they're getting players in in on cheap. Like we signed like for instance Jordan Stevens for like I don't know, call it hundred grand or something to have from Forest Green, and I think the the premise is have him a few years developing a little bit, maybe selling for five million. Look at Jack Clark last year. Yeah. He played like I think he sat two games, had a lot of sub appearances. We saw him for ten million quid to Spurs, and oh, yeah. he's come through our youth academy. You know what I mean? So he actually came through our youth academy. So that's like money generated that way, and I think that's what a lot of people, so what a lot do you of guys with normally do. So when yeah, do you sorry. think
0: Leeds are going to actually use that money
2: to actually improve? To be honest with you, it's <laughs> we can I know it's the little like little like quip at Leeds, but Leeds are apparently spending. Too much on wages. Think I mean over. You know the it's over a three-year period, isn't it? The financial fair play. Yeah, yeah. We've we've overspent, so that's why, like for instance, we've got held Acosta on loan this season, and we're buying him next season because we couldn't buy him this season because we'd have broken financial fair play rules. But because of the first year of the three that'll expire then we can sign him, you see. So, we yeah. have, our hands are kind of tied at this moment. Well, I think, okay, I don't okay, yeah.
1: think, it's like what PSG do with Mbappe. Yeah. Same we've thing. Got a, yeah. We've got a
2: lot of Leeds, Leeds fans that are thinking, uh, like Martini, a, one in particular, is a mate of mine. Um, but basically, he thinks that our chairman, it's like his skin. I, I don't think it is that his skin. I just think it's it can't buy anyone else unless we sell someone, if that makes sense. We've got to make that money back somehow.
1: Yeah, you've got to sell so, to
2: buy you. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And that's where we're in. Whereas the Premier League clubs, it seems to be a lot easier to spend more money. Look at Everton, for instance. They've not even been in Champions League for Gunners Island and how, how much they're spending. That's the sort of team I was thinking about Like, if you're buying a youngster at 100 million quid that potentially it could, could well, that's it break,
0: it. break them. E- Everton are a real-life football manager, aren't they? Like, yeah, they're, they're bringing exactly. in these players that should be absolutely fantastic. How they're, how they're languishing where they are in the Premier League is just unreal. Like, They've bought in moyes Keane and they don't yeah. even play him they you know yeah. They've, yeah i don't know I, they've just got these these exceptional players that have got the potential but don't seem to be able to reach it i don't know if it's just under everton or or what but there is something going on there isn't there it's like how how are they not at least in in european places do you know what i
2: mean you should, should be at least battling for seventh 100% well, that's it, yeah. every yeah. year they see to they have a, a little bit of a late surge don't they to get back up to like top top half at table But the two, the players on paper, they are too, too good. They should not be where they are at all. Um, A lot of people blame the manager, wouldn't they? But they've had a few managers now, and it's the same sort of thing. They're
0: under Newcastle. That says it all.
2: Yeah, I mean, saying that Tottenham
0: are under Newcastle at the minute, so you know. Okay, yeah, yeah. so have you got anything to add to that? Too, um, yeah, just I, I mean, it's like I you. say,
1: it's, I think it's, it, there's loads of layers to this, do you know what I mean? It's, it's, like I say, it's down to academy, it's down to finances. I mean, I know why the restrictions are there. It's obviously to help out the national teams, really. But I think using England as an example, well, even British teams as a whole, I think there's definitely improvements there to be made because barring the, you know, your Jadon Sancho's and your Owen Hargreaves, for example, you hardly see... <laughs> English players go overseas to play football because it's so expensive to get those players out from England, and I don't think it's so much the same for other countries because they got such a a deep talent pool and they can get those players out into other clubs. So I think it's one of those questions you could be here all day, really, going about all the different layers and stuff. But I think what we've kind of covered off are are the main ones, really. And like I say, I think for me, the main thing is if you link it back to FM. If I've got a really good youth prospect coming through my youth academy, you know, five-star potential, I'm not going to let him go for two million, three million quid. Do you know what I mean? I want to yeah. keep him in the side as long as I can to either he realises his ability or I can sell him for 10 million pound and call it quits there and make money. Or so, he just runs his contract
0: down and you get nothing.
1: Well, it yeah. does happen to me before an FM. I have yeah. had youth prospects sniped away from me. But uh, but and that's it. So I think there's a lot of there are restrictions in place that on um, things that we could be look at and we could be all day talking about it really
0: yeah definitely um, and finally we've got a question from Daz um, a good friend of mine FM Heathen um, who we've already mentioned today uh, as one of the um, bloggers family on FM Creators what are your thoughts on the decision to play full saves before the beta expires I waited last year but started straight away this year it's been a challenge and a bit of a chess game changing tactics to match the ME match engine, but really good fun, really. Um, I'm going to go first on this. I know yeah. you've got something That's to say fun. as well, G, because um, I know you, you, you pointed out yesterday to, yes to me, but I'm going to go first just because I started mine yesterday. I was planning on waiting for full release, but yeah, the idea was that if I if I did that, then I'd have to do all the fiddly bits before I can get going on the save. So I thought if I can yeah. start, you know, find a team, you know, so sort of do the unemployed bit before before the um the the, the games released then yeah. we can go straight into the full game and hopefully you know no problems and we can go carry on going from there so the, and another good thing is that the the season that I've started in is midway through already so what I'm trying to do is get the this season out of the way before the new game comes so I'm going to be starting a new season it'll be my first full season with the club um, as the new game releases, whereas if I hadn't done that, I would have. If I'd if I hadn't started it early, I would have got this job. Then I would have gone on to, um, basically, starting a season midway. You know, and yeah. it's 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 not a team that's it, that's you know it's it's a team that's struggling with relegation as well, which isn't great. I think there's like twelve games to save them or something like that, so it's it is a tough one. Well, and we are former Charlton.
1: It's going to be a struggle, isn't it? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, thanks to for that. that cheers, in. cheers. Um, so at that, least that, you that, got the experience of a relegation battle. That's so it. You and and
0: it, do you know what? It's it's kind of paying off. It's going to go to the wire regardless, but it is kind of paying off. But the, the point is, is now I can go into this game ready. I can get all my artwork ready. Uh, I, and I can also start with a little bit of experience with the club as a full season. Because I feel like starting the the end the, at the end of a season in a league you don't really know where you've got next like, to no time to save anything or, or get anyone in. Is a really really tough call. So ideally, if I can't get these to stay up this season, then I'll probably pick a new team for the new save anyway. Right. But that
2: really was the th-
0: that was the plan. But then I know <laughs> you mentioned yesterday about uh, some problems with starting it before the. Uh... Um, well,
2: yeah. I mean, it's only it's only hearsay that I'm basing some, but I know that the well, I say hearsay. I think I saw that Miles had tweeted something uh, that saying, "No, um, if you start a bit beta- bit of save as you." Yeah, your main save. There's a chance that it could cause it to corrupt once yeah, it get that, more, yeah. get the main game goes live. That's the only thing I would say. Look, if it works, then great, buzzing. If it could be like a, a long, like a long-term save that takes you all the way through, uh, and it works, then you, then it's awesome. But like I said, all it's gonna do is cause you to start again. That's 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 all. If worst case scenario, yeah, um, and
0: and that's that's the thing. Like like I said, it's only it's a it's a short half season, so it's not gonna yeah. be like I've lost. Everything, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean, if, if it does come to that.
2: Yeah, it's just like I say, that's that's the only thing I really would say. I mean, um, there's nothing really wrong with continuing the save uh, if it happens. I think I did that on FM17. I think I carried on leads for a bit. But, um, yeah, it's... Uh, like I said like it says the challenge about the uh, ME changes because obviously there's been quite a few updates I think the last one was a change to the uh, ME uh, the match engine so yeah. um and you can you can notice it um you can notice the differences can I just say as well though I think that the match engine uh, all I've been crying out for, for the last two, three years is that like, better goalkeepers, and they seem to have done it. I know they're a, bit, a, little, a little bit too good in terms of one on ones it seems at the minute, but just the animations of them are a lot better, and I'm, I'm really happy how, how it's looking. a at bit the more natural time. this year, I think. I've yes. found.
1: Yes. Yeah.
2: Yes. Like, like yeah. you know, a shot goes on the floor, like scuffed, and the dive over ball and it goes in. There's little things like that, like the, the you know, the cock ups were enough to to annoy you. But like I said, when you're having like a, like a penalty and it goes straight at him. And he dives over it. And it's like what are you doing. You know, <laughs> often,
0: it, it's sort of how, things like that. How often do do you uh, find your players square the ball though?
2: Yeah, I've put, put them on shoot less often uh, on the wingers, and it, it helps a little bit. Not it? it's not perfect, but it, it did help mine. I did notice a lot of shots like that, like you said, um, before. They I tend to run
0: it straight as into as the side netting now, though, don't they? It's, it's yeah. just weird.
2: Yeah. I, it seems to depend though because I've got. Um, I, my tactic has like a winger and then I'll turn the right winger with an advanced playmaker with Pablo Hernandez not having the pace to be a winger really so I'll put him as advanced playmaker and he's never done it he's never actually shot because it's the role he's got whereas like the the wingers probably have got like uh, get to the byline it's probably that at this moment in time until they I'm hoping to fix it because they should be crossing it really but coming I down to have,
1: the player traits as well because I yes. know some of them have like shoot less often or like you say go to the byline and stuff so yeah. I know normally I do the same thing I'll put them shoot less often if I want them to actually cross it in as opposed to side netting constantly. Maybe yeah. that's
0: something I, I need to look at.
1: Super Swan, what do you think? Yeah, I think with me, I think with a beta, I'm always very hesitant to start a main save doing the beta only because they are still working on the game. They are still updating it. There are things that could potentially go wrong. Hence why it's a beta. Do you know what I mean? So I'm very hesitant to try and get into a long save and then having to start it all again once the main game comes out. Because of something that's gone wrong or even a bug that you might not even realise till 5-10 years into a save. So I think that's why I don't go for long-term saves from the beta. I think the short-term ones are really good for beta. Just to be sure that, you know, like we said before, if you do something goes wrong, then you can always only have to do like a season or half a season. So you're not really missing much out of it. But I think that's my main concern because I can say they're still working on the game. So I don't feel the need to have to start a long term save. So but some yeah. people do. And like you said, uh, yourself, you know, you've started your journeyman now within the beta. And I know it's, it's coming out in two days. So it's I think it's different strokes for different folks, really. Yeah. If you want I to mean, start it, go mine, for it. mine's for admin
0: purposes more than anything, to be fair. But like I, I was I was willing to wait. It was just like I d cause I I don't know, maybe I was getting a bit overexcited. I think that's that's just the reason I I, I think a lot of people would be it. like that because they, yeah. they just want
1: to crack on, don't they? They just yeah. want to get into, they say, that I'm sure that they've had plans for a long time of who they're going to go with, what's going to happen. So with FM20 essentially being in your hands, yeah. it's very hard to fight that urge. Oh, let's just crack on. Let's just go for it. So I do, uh, I can get that 100%. Yeah, definitely I agree. Now we're going to move on to the main topic and we've got one that G
0: suggested. So as he's with us, he can go first. Um, so... Yeah, we're looking at um <laughs> we're looking at if, if you're doing you can go first <laughs> we
1: thought we we'll keep you happy because you're yeah, on the yeah, show right. tonight we'll uh, <laughs> we'll give you the the first answer on your own question
0: yeah so um we're going to be looking at uh, our favorite players so far in football manager 20 um now they don't have to be wonder the kids or anything like that but you know if if you've been playing it so what what sort of players have stood out for you? What players have been you know bays if you like? Um...
2: Bays don't ever say bays.
0: <laughs> <laughs> goats then is goats better? Um, yeah. Greatest of all time. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't use the word bay generally. I I just couldn't think of a better word at the time. Um, so yeah, what 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 players have stood out for you? You've been doing your Leeds beta save, so I'm sure yeah. you've got a few beauties there. Yeah.
2: Well. Yeah, this, I'll, I'll mention three in total because, um, like, I mean, they're all potentially young, but some are, like, uh, a lot younger, um, like, two of them are a lot younger, but you got you got Eddie Nketiah, haven't you, who plays up front for, for well, he's an Arsenal player, but he's on loan at Leeds. Oh, Eddie Nketiah, and, and yeah. yeah. Yeah, Eddie Nketiah, yeah. He's, uh, well, I had Hattrick Bamford, aka Patrick Bamford, but uh, he's he's been very disappointing, I've ended. Up, I, spoilers here. I've sold him in my second season because I was gonna he say, why do you call points. him Patrick Bamford? Does he score because goals? He never never scored <laughs> <hat-tricks>.
1: <laughs> I love the surprise. Oh, like, <laughs> does he score goals? Oh it's
0: yeah. a it's a it's a um it's a, hairy, uh... yeah
2: <laughs> <laughs> so basically Eddie and Ketya, he uh, I mean the rotator, probably they're roughly probably the same amount of games and and obviously they come off bench and stuff and what have you as well. But like Ketty got like um twenty eight goals or something daft um and and that's like call it it's forty six game season. Say roughly about twenty eight games, twenty eight starts, sorry, and some sub appearances, and he was just he just really, really, really good and builders as of Some tight games, he was the one who brought the lube, so it was all right. And then, uh, um, yeah, so,
0: the other so, guys. So, so, this is going back to what we were saying about you know the the fees and and club breaking fees and stuff. Um, yeah. Patrick Bamford is probably the perfect. Example, not not because he's actually gone for these massive fees, but do you remember yeah. when was he Crystal Palace or someone? Where, where was he? Where did he start his career? at
2: Chelsea. Um, I think he came from Chelsea anyway. And he was um, he was supposed to be like this
0: massive prospect, wasn't he?
2: Yeah, yeah. And he went on loan to about to every single team in the football league. I think. <laughs> I was gonna say
0: yeah, every championship team's had at some point. <laughs> All ninety-two football clubs had a, had a bit of a uh, pamphlet. Yeah. yeah, and, then and he I scored about I'm, three I'm pretty goals pretty much... on his way. Yeah.
2: I yeah, think Middlesbrough
1: he yeah. quite a lot of goals. Yeah,
2: he did alright at Middlesbrough. He did alright there. Uh without really like blowing the doors off. Like, but he, I think he got 19 in one season that the that Middlesbrough last got promoted. Um, yeah, I was going to say it, it was the season they went up, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um and then I think since then his highest return has been eleven. I think he got how many did he get for us last season? Uh I think he got about 10, 11 goals last season as well. So he's not like a twenty goals a season striker, but you know, he's just one of those players. It's frustrating because he does all the hard work, this especially this season under Bielsa. But, yeah. you know, he's just start getting the reward and he's missing some easy chances, which then gets all the Leeds fans on his back and, and whatever else. But uh, uh, you're right, going back to what you said there. I mean, in terms of tr- getting a transfer fee for him, he will value it like nine million quid. And this kind of goes back to what you were saying earlier on about like the, uh, you know, the should the restrict the fees? If you've got a young kid, unless someone's interested in actually putting an offer in for him, for me, in the game, you're only going to get a low fee because you try and get you offer them out on transfer, and you end up having to knock it down less than the value. Yeah. Um, and like, and if, if it's a young prospect, it's like you've, it's worth waiting and risking and running down the contract if they, or if they don't turn out to be that good. You know, for that reason, like Bamford, I think I sold him for seven point seven five million, which without at nine. And it's like he's English, but he's not a youngster anymore, so I can see why it's not that much. But it's just like. I don't know. I, I got him, but yeah, it, on the other end of the stick, if I wanted to buy Enkete, I was going to have to offer like ninety odd million. It's actually
1: very expensive from Arsenal to try and get him yeah. so in a permanent.
2: I've had to get him on a, on loan again and pay like a fee to get him on loan. Um, that's how I, that's how I've kept him this season. But yeah, Enkete is well, he's, he's really good. I yeah, went I'll off a bit a tangent there, but
0: yeah, I just wanted to get that in there because he was he's actually he was actually a perfect sort of example of what a player with potential could end up.
2: Oh know, yeah. Not being, be, you know what I mean? Yeah, not oh, yeah. not fulfilling the potential and end That's up being one, yeah. like a cheap sale. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah. yeah, but in terms of the other two, just quickly, I'll touch on them. Uh, two youngsters, and I'm I'm saying this for everyone to to keep an eye out for him. Uh, Mateus Burgus. It's a real name. Burgus dude. We doesn't, he, doesn't uh, sound like a legit yeah. player. <laughs> he's a he's a Polish young kid, and we signed him for about I think it was about 200 grand, and all the Polish media went mad saying we've had we've had the pants down basically, and uh, he's going to be worth probably at least ten times that in the next two or three years. And he, in on the game, football manager, he's, uh, he's developing very, very well. Uh, he has had some first-team football, I'm not going to lie. But uh, he, I think he starts off less than a million quid in terms of valuation. Uh, and he's now, I think he's worth, the last check, to about 14 million. So, he, I mean, he's, that's just an example. And the other one I would say is a lad who starts at 16-year-old, came through, he came to our academy this season, that beginning of the season, called Noan Kenner. And mate, honestly, if you see his like physicals and what have you. I mean he's a five star. I've been told that apparently if you keep if you play him, it turns into a wonder kid, which is surprising for someone that's who was at Leeds. So yeah. um that's just, that's the ones that I'd say that um you're into question of who stand who has stood out, it's them three. Okay.
0: Cool. Oh, um and what about you, Adam? Anyone
1: standing out for you yet? So with me, um I'm playing as Bayern Munich in the beta. So I think uh, also, not so much youth academy players I think it's going to be well known players really because I'm only going to be with them for one year so I've had a quick look at the academy but I'm more really focused on the here and now but I think my favourite player who's not really surprised me as a good player because we all know he's a good player is Kingsley Coman now yeah. I know um, he was at Juventus to start with and Bayern loaned him out to them but this season for me the save he wasn't really a starter for me I think Muller was normally on the right for me but then I sort of you know, gave him a couple of games in the league you know, keep the fitness levels up in the squad and he's just scoring goals for fun like without giving spoilers of my series away I mean he scored a hat-trick in the Champions League one time against Barca In fact, he scored four goals in one game as well. So he's someone where I know he's been a good player. He's a really good winger, can play in the middle if he needs to as well. I think he's more of an inverted winger, which I haven't really used much on Football Manager inverted wingers. They're kind of like inside forwards, but I think they go a little bit more central as opposed to going out to the wing and then cutting inside. But he's been a bit of a a highlight for me so far playing the beta. I think the other one I would say is a striker I've bought, Belotti, from Torino. I think he's mm. been like a wonder kid for years yeah. on Football Manager Games. Yeah. I know he always develops into a, a very solid striker, but I've got him in in January to give sort of Lewandowski a bit of, uh, bit of support up front, a bit of competition. And I think on his debut, he scored a hat-trick just, just coming off the bench. So... He's been another one that stood out. Very quick player, you know. And he can surprisingly play, like, target man, poacher, advanced forward. He's quite a versatile striker as well. So, no matter what sort of formation or style you're playing, I think he can kind of fit in with what you're trying to do there. So, I think he's been pretty good for me. I know one player that hasn't impressed me is Javi Martinez, which, like uh, in one game, right, I, you've probably all seen it, the highlight where he's on the ball, there's no one around him he's by his goalkeeper, you know, he's just dawdling on the ball and then the striker literally just tackles him and scores a yeah. goal well he did that twice in one game and uh, he had a 4.8 rating in that game, so I think as soon as that happened, I just... I think that's the lowest it. I've ever heard 4.8, 4, 4. go 8, you know, bright red on the player yeah. ratings, I was just like ah, <laughs> yeah, for, for me that, that was when I killed him off, I just went that nah, Sell. we'll sell them off so so as much I think those have been the three standout players I'll say two good one bad but I think those I mean like I said they're not youth prospects anything like that I'm sure they're pretty obvious to everybody really but as I say with Bayern only being in it for one year I'm not kind of looking so much at the youth I'm thinking more of the the here and now really but but yeah those are the ones I would say um yeah, so I've 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 got a couple. Um I've got, well, I've got four.
0: Um one's from my beta save. Um I had to give him a shout out because basically it wasn't that the rest of the team was terrible that he was he stood out, he was actually quite good. Um so my beta save was the struggle at St James' Park with Newcastle United and I had to give um Alan St Maximin a shout out. Um for some reason in this FM I'm really enjoying playing with wingers. Um yeah. inside forwards more, more than anything. Um, and St Maximum was easily the best player um, Newcastle at their disposal in real life and, and in the game um, so I had to give him a shout out um, and then and then I'm going to move on to the the new save that I've just started uh, three players that stand out and these aren't going to be people probably are never even going to hear a bird of these because they are low down uh, players but they, they, they they're good for the league that we're in and the rest of the team is proper bad so um, so, like, like I said before today, I'm not going to go deep into the team who I am and all that because that is going to be covered more in depth next week. Um, so, tune in if you want to hear more about that. Um, but in the save, I've I've I started yesterday. Um, we've got a, a striker called Valon Gashi. <laughs>
2: That's a great name.
0: I know. <laughs> I, he might even only just be on there a bit for his name, but he, he he's 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 a striker and he's got like um, four point five. Um, star potential um, in a low league. Obviously, it's only in comparison to the leagues, anyway, isn't it? Yeah. Um, he's, yeah, he is yeah, 20, yeah. 29 years old, uh, Swedish, and he's uh, he cost he's valued at three k. He was already at the club, so <laughs> see money. what I mean by these are, and he's the most expensive one, I think. <laughs> um, so you know they're not they're not going to blow your team away unless you unless you're lower leagues. But um, the next one is Albrim Damalajid. Demalajaj is that what a pronunciation? Demalajaj I'm saying it out of spelt. Okay, it might not be pronounced. See what like you see. If
2: you see it, say it. <laughs> yeah,
0: he is another w- winger. Uh, he's an in- uh, inverted winger, which is another one I'm liking. He's another four point five star, but he's thirty years old and he's two point six k. He's he's doing pretty well, and he scores quite a lot from the wing as well, which is quite nice. He can play up top. Um, which is Andy because Gashi likes to get himself um, injured, so that's quite good. And then finally, we brought, kind of bought. Can't with a... his name, though, isn't it, yeah. Gashy,
2: getting gashes on his leg or whatever. <laughs> uh, Do you want okay, me to mate. cut that bit out or? <laughs> <laughs> it's up to you. <laughs> no, no, I'm on it.
0: um, no, um. So and then and then I br- I brought a player in. I bought a lot of players in because the team was so like short on numbers. Um, a goalkeeper, another Swedish player, uh, Victor Garanzon. Um, he's only twenty-one years old and he's a four-star um goalkeeper, which is really, really good. And he and he he is a proper good goalkeeper. 1500 pounds. One point five K yeah. Money. Um and they're my players. Um like I've not got too much information on them yet because I've literally played about eight games or something with them. But they're they're players that I'm looking at that, and they're the ones that I'm probably gonna build my team around. So Because we decided to do this tactic, uh, this, um, not tactic, uh, topic, sorry, Um, I I did decide that I'd have to get a couple of the
1: new players in that I wanted to mention. So, yeah, We've got a good mix. We've got a good mix of players. We've had, like, me, I've had the really obvious players. G's had the, you know, ones you might have heard of within the Leeds Academy. And then with our Darren's, yeah, you've, you've never heard of these players in your life, yeah. really. And you're <laughs> probably never going to sign them. <laughs> so it's a good mix. We bring
0: a good broad variety to the yeah. podcast. Yeah, um, that's what we that's what we like to do. Um, so that brings a halt to the main topics, ladies and gentlemen, which means it's that time again, that time for Adam to smile and me My
1: favourite time of the week.
0: That's right. It is quiz time. Uh, so far, Adam is free one up. And comfortably cruising. So, I won't expect any favours this week with the questions um, as I go head to head with the big G in an attempt to gain some ground on Adam. So, I'm ready as I can be. Are you good to go, G?
2: Yeah, fire away.
0: And let's get this over with Adam.
1: So, the theme for this week, guys, is staff roles. So the way this is going to work yes. is is that I'm <laughs> going to name you some attributes of a staff role, and you've got to tell me which role I am describing. So as an example, if I say the attributes for this staff role are physiotherapy, the answer I'm going to be looking for is physio. Physio,
2: yeah. Of course. Yeah,
1: so I'm going to start. I'm going to go to each of you individually. So right. I'll start with G, and then okay. I'll go over to Darren. So if you give the answer and it's wrong or you want to pass... I'm going to give the other person a chance to answer the question to gain a point. So we've got three rounds and we've got a tiebreaker as well. So, G, you're going to start with yourself. Okay. And then these are the attributes of a staff role that I'm looking for. So they're going to be judging player data, judging team data, and presenting data. Which role am I describing to you?
2: I'm up it's not gonna be a trick one and it's not gonna have the word head in front of it, but I'm gonna say data analyst.
1: That is the correct answer. Mm. So you are one 0 up, so Darren you're gonna have the chance to equalize. Okay. With and what role am I describing here? So adaptability, judging player ability, judging player potential. Just a scout? That is the correct answer. So I thought I'd give the easy ones out the way. Just yeah. to give you a warm oh, up as right, to okay. what to expect. Screwed now. So yeah. that is 1 1 in round one. So round two. So, G, we'll start with yourself. Right. So we've got judging player data, presenting data, man management, judging player ability, and judging player potential.
2: Hmm. Yeah, I'm wondering if this is one of the new ones which I haven't really learned. Um,. I'm. I'm just going to go for what I, I'm going to go for what I think it'll be,
1: but I don't know if it will be. D- director of football, unlucky. Incorrect. Yeah. So, Dara, do you want to have a pop on it to gain an extra point? Uh, can you repeat it? <laughs> I will do. We have got judging player data, presenting data, man management, judging player ability, and judging player potential.
0: Uh, I'm going to go
1: loan manager. It is indeed a loan manager. Yes. Yeah,
2: that's the thing I was thinking. Shall I go for that? I thought, no, I'll go down to the football. It was it was the it was it was the you giving you
0: saying it's one of it sounds like one of the new roles yeah. that made me think. Um, yeah. and loan manager was one that I said
1: last week and got right, so I thought I'd just throw it in. So you are two and up, Dad. You have a chance to make a three one in the second round. So this one is judging staff ability and what? negotiating.
2: What do they call it now? Is Start it uh, Staffability Negotiate? That'll be the...
1: Um, was it Technical Director? It is a Technical Director. However, as was Darren's question, I'm not going to give oh. a point out for that one. Darren's question, sorry. No that's oh, no, I thought problem. Misheard. no problem, G. You keep interrupting me because we can get yourself back at the <laughs> points. So that's no problem at all. So I will keep that round to 2-1 to Darren. So that we've got the last round now. And G, you have the chance to equalise you. But... So, the question so or the role we're going to have here is judging player ability, judging player potential, and negotiating. And that is for your fine self, G. Mm. Yeah. <laughs>
2: judging player.
1: All
2: right. That's a football.
1: That is a director of football. So, that is 2 2. So Darren, if you get this right, you will win. So no pressure. So the role is fitness, determination, level of discipline and motivating.
0: It's got to be a coach of some sort. I'm going to go with fitness coach just because it's fitness.
1: It is indeed a fitness coach. Get in,
2: fair play, mate.
1: So the final scores is Darren three, G two. So yeah, that Dar, you finally picked up a win. I've, I've already got a win. Well, you've not one for a long time, so. You know. <laughs> it's three two in the series now. You're catching me up. I thought, but that I thought after last week's uh, tactical roles, I thought I'd go with a very similar theme. Yeah, it was go fl- quite roles. good.
0: Yeah. Quite well, good. Now so I I've think, just got to think of something for
1: next week. <laughs> so I think that the, the loan manager, and technical director, what I thought was going to cause the most. Uh, well, problems. I was
0: That's actually so, honestly, I was actually thinking technical director because I was looking, uh, you know, uh, what, how many? Because you'd gone mainly the recruitment ones. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: So I was thinking, you know, is it because t- I knew that obviously the loan manager was one, and then the technical director is the other new one, isn't it? It is. Yeah. So I assumed you'd be throwing that in there. But I didn't get a chance to answer
1: that because G took that point off me. (laughs) In all fairness, it wouldn't have affected the outcome anyway. No, no. But But nice try, G. I did try and help you out there, man. (laughs) Cheers, I noticed. He he, he wouldn't want me to win, G. He was definitely rooting for you. So, yeah, that does bring it a 3-2 between me and Darren for the for the overall quiz. Thank you very much for that, dude. Next up, we're going to talk about where to
2: find us, and you can go first, G, because you're the debutant. Currently stream on Twitch, so if you want to find us, it's on twitch.tv forward slash tenacious underscore G. And the stream so find us, I've tried to stream... Four times a week, on average, I try to I try to get a schedule going, but it, it, it never ends up working. So it's like a bit of a lottery when you find us. But i try, trying. You know, like I said, on four times a week playing as um, Leeds currently in the bit of until the main game comes out, which then I will be doing a European journeyman unemployed start uh, with no qualifications or anything. So I might be signing some of those players that Darren uh, <laughs> mentioned earlier. After all, you never know. He's been jotting them, he came up top, yeah. And uh, yeah, other than that, just uh, obviously Twitter, which. Well, just be tenacious chief, should be fine. Is that uh, t- I think it's at
1: tenacious underscore G, so yeah, same thing. And um, yeah, cheers, okay, good stuff. And Super Swan, so yeah, as always, guys, I am on YouTube under Super Swan doing a Bayern Munich beta probably until the end of the month. So we're not going to jump into our main save from the main release going forward. So we're going to have another, about another couple of weeks of the Bayern beta as we finish off the season. I am on Twitter at Super Swan YT, so drop me a a follow on there. And then I'm also in the Discord Super SuperSwan as well. So I say, drop me a message, say hello, say that I'm really good at the quiz. That That's fine by me.
0: Okay. And uh, as usual, I'm KyleXPlays everywhere. Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, and Instagram. Uh, so get me followed and subscribed on all them lovely platforms. That's all we've got time for today. Thanks to everyone who listens to the show. We love every single one of you. Please, if you're in a position to drop a rating and a review, please do so as it really helps us get ranked. We'll hopefully see you again for next week's show. But for now, it's goodbye from me,
2: Adam. Have a good one, guys. And the big G. Thank you you very much for having us. And uh, yeah, I'll see you all soon. Have a great week, guys.